the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for sticking with us over the top of the hour, and we're here for another hour talking about car, car repair. You're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Blackwell Auto's at 40th Street and Greenway. Tom's really good at what he does. Tom can fix things that some other shops can't. Tom has the tenacity to track things down, and we just got talked got done talking to Lisa about a lane avoidance light on her rearview mirror. Tom would be somebody at Blackwell Automotive that probably could track that down for you. But my best advice to her was check your owner's manual first. So if you're looking for a good shop for an oil change or you've got a hot rod and you need somebody to fix it that was alive when your hot rod was alive and everything in between, Blackwell Auto, 40th Street and Greenway is where I'd go. Um, Felix, good morning. How can I help you? I was wondering if you have a, uh, a favorite product for cleaning yellowed headlights. Um, yeah, it's probably nothing you can buy, but 3M is, makes a uh, kit that we use, and I'll tell you if, why I, I don't think you're going to use it. It's because the kit's like a thousand bucks, and um, it allows us. It's a process. I think it's five or six steps that involves in no particular order of cleaning the headlight first, the cloudy plastic headlight, and then we're going to do a little bit of sanding on it, and then we're going to do a little bit of polishing, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to do that, and then we're going to um, wave a dead chicken around our head, and then we're going to put some kind of a sealer on the top. And I think a pair of headlights at most shops is about 100 bucks, and I know most of us give a money-back guarantee that if you don't like it, you don't have to pay for it. And so uh, really and truly there is a significant difference between what you come in with and what you go out with. And the, what you go out with is exactly like the car had when it was brand new. So like I said, it's it's a 3M product that comes with all kinds of product and pieces of equipment and stuff like that. So when you when you clean the headlights at your shop, how long does that usually last? Well, we've never had anybody come back and ask us to uh, do it again for free. Ah, Okay, okay, Never. cool. All right. What, what part of town do you live in? I'm up in Payson. Oh, oh, okay. I obviously, you know, you can call it. What I do is I get on the Internet and just go 3M headlight cleaning and see who's around here. They're normally, they're normally on the website. I think we would be on the website. So um, I'd, I'd try that, Felix. But thank you very much. Okay. All right, good hey. luck to you. And we're going to call that Polishing Headlights. And we have another caller, and who might that be, Gil? Say hello to Bobby. Bobby, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mark. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to bring up. Uh, 
you brought up the uh, the railroad crossings. I'm a retired Amtrak conductor, and uh, <laughs> just want to remind people: if you ever get stuck between those gates, drive through them because they're breakaway. And oh. save your life. Well, and that's a lot easier than having your car um, broadsided by a locomotive that might be doing how fast? Well, you know, uh, the train I worked on back east went 165. The uh, Acela, Amtrak <laughs> Acela. Wow. <laughs> so I, uh, that was between two 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 destinations that were a long way from one another. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. it didn't maintain that constantly, but in straightaways, yeah, it would go 165. Wow. And um, if you're ever, uh, if your car won't start, it happens, because, you know, over the years we've hit a lot of cars and crossing. Yeah. Um, just get out of it instantly, because yeah. uh, it can take up to, depending on the speed, like a, like a train going that fast, at least a mile to stop, you know. Well, and and here from a car's point of view, and let me get my calculator out, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You you travel one and a half times your speed in feet, so 176 yeah. times 2.5 is 440 feet a second, and that's a little more than a football field and a half in exactly, a second. Exactly. Yep. And so, That's right. and so, and so, to slow down from a 170, 160 miles an hour, it ain't going to be something that you're going to blink your eyes around. And another big misconception is people think they'll hear the train coming. By the time you hear it, it's too late. You, you're, you're dead. Okay. All righty. So well, no, no one ever think you're going to hear it coming. And it's, it's just they're going way too fast. And, they, and they're basically very silent. You don't hear them until they go by. Unless your car's sitting on the tracks and you might feel the vibration before it hits you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, one other question. When you're heading towards a car, I would imagine the sheer bulk of the train is not going to impact the speed. But have you ever had a a co-conductor sit next to you and it seems that you're going to have a problem and he bails underneath the dash and coils up in a ball? Has that ever happened? Absolutely. (laughs) They, they, the first thing they do is throw it into emergency. Once we hit a, a big uh, truck, you know that that picks up those uh, dumpsters, you know, uh-huh. and um, hit one of those, and uh, that's what the engineer did. He threw it into into emergency, locks all the wheels, and he just went under the dash. And <laughs> well, it in his defense, he got hurt a lot of... quite a bit still. <laughs> Well, a lot of that truck's going to come to the windshield of the train. Sometimes, right. yeah. I mean, okay. they have bulletproof glass in all the, you know, yeah, in all of the uh, locomotives. Well, but, I remember. Yeah, sometimes be- it'll, it'll still in, break uh, the in northern Arizona, uh, I think it's Holbrook, there's train tracks. And as as kids, my parents used to, as we went through Holbrook, we'd stop and put pennies on the tracks and they'd run over them and you'd go get them and all that other kind of stuff. And yeah. um, and let me ask you one other question from a technical nature. On the big commercial trucks and anything with a diesel, we typically dump the air to lock the brakes up. Otherwise, we use yeah. air to, is it the same with your train? The same thing, yeah. Okay, so same you thing, dump yeah. the air. And and at that point, all the wheels locked up. But you've got metal wheels on a metal track, so it's not exactly. It's it's akin to being on a mirror, right? I mean, yeah. you got metal on metal, and there's nothing to lubricate it or anything like that. Well, speaking of that, you know, a lot of people don't realize that the big steel wheels on a train 
Uh-huh. The actual surface that one wheel has where it contacts the rail yes. is the size of a dime. Th- then that really makes That's me it. feel better. <laughs> yeah, it's the, because, yeah, the, the wheels aren't actually flat, the, you know, where it meets the rail. That uh-huh. surface is, is not flat. And the actual, even though it's uh, about three inches wide, it's the surface that actually contacts. So it's very little surface. When you, even when you add up the surface of the whole train, all those wheels, depending on the number of cars, it's very small amount of surface that's actually in touch with the rail. That's why they're so efficient, because okay. there's very little drag. All right, now, Trains are um, very, very efficient. I, I'm going to challenge everybody to tell um, t- to, to decide where you're from, and I just want you to say the word you said cars. I want you to say that word one <laughs> more time. <laughs> it's, it's Boston. <laughs> Thank you for laughing. Thank you for laughing and not taking offense to that. But yeah, I could tell that you you were from that that particular part. Well, anyway, thank you very much for for bringing well, that. The only good just, thing about trains is is that they don't have flat tires. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. One other thing I wanted to ask you about. Okay. Actually, relating to cars, though. Cars, cars. Yeah. Okay. Um, is uh, I got this fourteen Mustang. And I was just wondering, there was a few occasions where I, I don't know why I did it. I was by accident. I left the ignition in the on position. The car wasn't running. Yeah. Does that do any damage to the uh, ignition components or anything? No. No. Okay. No, I was, not at all. I was worried that I might might have fried something. Or... No. If you'd have done anything, it wouldn't have started. But yeah. the answer is no. We use such low voltage to close switches and open things and all that kind of stuff. There's no way that you've got any kind of amperage running through those electronic devices. And and I'm going to change your question to something. Have you ever had to replace any portion of the ignition system or the run system, the crank and run system, because somebody left the key on? And the answer is no. No, I've I've never oh, okay. seen that happen. So if you're, Let's... I know you're calling because your wife did that, and I know you're taking the blame for it because, <laughs> because so you don't make her look bad. But I'm going to tell you, no, it's all right. <laughs> okay, well that's comforting. Yeah, but okay. you were right. <laughs> okay, all righty. Thank you, buddy. Thanks. Bye bye. Uh huh. Bye. Whew. I love that kind of call. It's where we can just kind of go away from cars for a little while and uh, and talk about something else that's really interesting. But you'll notice that he said, you're right about that, you're right about that. Uh, I've been around car accident reconstructionists, and uh, they always say that. It's, your speed is one and a half times your feet. And, and, your, your feet and, 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 they, and then they, there's something else that I have here that it talks about... Um, at 55 miles an hour, you travel the length of a football field in 3.6 seconds, which is about the length of a yellow light. So if you're on your phone and you think that you're going to be able to look at your phone and then look up and then be able to stop your car before this hazard at 55, 60 miles an hour, there's a good chance you're not. You're just not going to be able to do it. Keep in mind, 60 is 90 feet a second. 90 feet a second. So you're just cruising along pretty fast and and if you look down and then you look up you've traveled a second you've traveled 90 feet and if somebody's in front of you the chances of you stopping are about slim and none 
So just keep that in mind when you when you come to a, a situation where you're going to text and, and drive or talk on the phone and drive. Um, I would prefer not to be with anybody who has their phone in their hand. Um, I am with my wife every once in a while where one of the kids will call, and she has hands free in her Ford. And so she just pushes a button, and she can talk through the radio and keep her you know, eyes on the road. Um, and she avoids any comments from me at that time, which is also fine with that because, you know, what the heck, it just keeps me out of trouble. But in reality, that's the very few time I'm sitting in the passenger side seat, and usually I have about four seat belts wrapped around me when she's driving because <laughs> I just feel safer. And I've added two or three more airbags on the passenger side, so there's a left and a right and a forward airbag just in case. Um, so I'm allowed to say that because she's not listening to me right now, but... If you want to talk about cars, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday from 10 to noon, we're here talking about cars. I can talk intelligently about cars and trucks and diesels and gas and motorhomes. And so if you have any situations with those, I'm only as good as the information you give me. So there's three answers, you guys. Three answers, yes, no, or I don't know. Women don't have any problem with the I don't know part, (laughs) but for whatever reason, us guys do. We'll be back. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Wouldn't it be great if everything came with more? Like if your new computer came with unlimited tech support. When you choose a Medicare plan from United Healthcare, you get more. Like plans that have dental and vision coverage, plus hearing coverage. Call United Healthcare at 1 800 364 1360 to get Medicare with more. Remember, Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. Benefits and availability may vary by plan and location. More plans based on a year over year comparison of United Healthcare plans. This radio station accepts political advertising. In fact, we are required to do so by federal law. We understand that not all of our listeners will agree with statements or positions taken by all of these candidates, and sometimes neither do we. This radio station is an important part of this community, and therefore the candidates want to bring their message to you via our airwaves. We do so as a public service, and we are required to do so. Regardless of your position on these issues, please make sure you register to vote so your voice is heard. 
Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. You don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number four. Listening to Seth from 3 to 6 p.m. and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I have these uh, Mark's Don'ts, and this list is stuff I've picked up on the Internet and stuff like that, and I've actually hunted some of them down. And they're kind of funny, but there's a message behind them. So you have a stuck throttle. What do you do? You're going down the road, and the throttle sticks. Whether it's at 50 miles an hour or wide open throttle, what do you do? Well, obviously, you can shift it. You can turn the key off. And that isn't the best thing because you lose your power steering and your power brakes. You can shift it into neutral, and the motor's going to race, and no one cares. You coast to the side of the road and shut your car off. And for you really tough guys, you can clean your pants with your new hockey shirt. (laughs) Somebody gave me that one. I just think that's funny. When it comes to car repair, there's good guys out there, and Strictly Diesel is one of those guys. He's up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak, and Nate is a world-class diesel guy. I was talking to somebody in Payson the other day, and they already did business with Nate, and they're from Payson. So it's important for you to understand that diesel guys are diesel guys. Now, they can do oil changes on your wife's car and all that other kind of stuff, but when it comes to, I did some work on my diesel, and now it won't run, then Nate's a good guy. He might give you a few minutes of your time, but he's not going to talk to you for 10 or 20 minutes for obvious reasons. So Strictly Diesel, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. One other thing, when we talked about... um, polishing your headlights with Felix, you can go to the auto parts store and buy these little towelettes, and you can rub them all over your headlights. You can buy all the stuff that you want, and your headlights are going to shine and be pretty for maybe not even a month. So there's lots of products out there that you can buy, and you're certainly welcome to buy them. But when it comes down to it, the only one that really does a great job is the, the, the kit made by 3M. Don, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yes, thank you so much. I have a 2004 Ford Escape with almost 300,000 miles on it. Okay. This vehicle has been amazing. I put synth oil in it from the beginning, an alternator, and a fuel pump. That's it. That's wow. all I've done. Good I'm for afraid you. to sell it. I know I need a new car, but I'm afraid. Well, it's like, what's going to last? Okay, so my issue today is the right side, the passenger front door, uh, 
that electric lock has kind of been disconnected from the rest of the system. All the other doors and locks open and close. That one doesn't open and close anymore. It stays manually, however I put it. Okay. Uh, is there something in there mechanical that became disconnected that would be easy to put back together, or is this going to be an expensive repair? You know, it, this isn't, this. I mean, this isn't, no, it's not going to be an expensive repair. It depends on your year. First thing we're going to do is, is we're going to go in and check the master switch because the master switch is the switch that gets the most use, which is on your left side of your hand, your left hand uses it for the driver's right. door. So we might pop that out and just make sure that we're reversing the polarity that goes to the passenger side window. Now, we're going to reverse the polarity and go up and down with the door locks. But the next thing we have to do is pull the door panel off and see if the power is going to the solenoid that goes chick. I, I do hear a humming in the door when I operate all the other door locks. There's a oh. humming in that front door. In that door? Yeah, in the one that's okay. not working anymore. Okay. Um, if I if I tell you how to fix it, like the next time the plate passes you, will you double your donation? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I want you to have your wife on the driver's side, key on, running, whatever, and she's going to go click, 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 click. And With I want you to take... You mean? Yeah, she's going to do the driver's lock. She's oh, going to, oh, oh, the driver's lock, okay. Yeah. And you're going to go over to the passenger side, and you're going to open up the door. Uh-huh. And you're going to, she's going to go click, click, up, down, up, down, lock, unlock, unlock. She's going to keep doing that. And you're going to open up the door, and you're going to slam it really hard. Okay. okay. Well, while she's clicking up and down? Yes, yes. Okay. okay. Yes. And then the second thing you're going to do is you're going to open it up, and with your fist, you're going to hit the inner door panel. Not enough to do any damage, but you're going to have to hit it hard, and you're going to hit the inner door panel right below the lock button. Okay. Now, I think the humming noise is the key here because the solenoid's going to hum. Uh-huh. And, and, and you've got... 300,000 miles on it, so <laughs> you've got a lot of miles on it, but that's not on the lock solenoid. I'm thinking that we might be able to unlock the the uh, lock solenoid. It's not uncommon for us to take a hammer. I mean, if I was working on the car and I had to go in there, I'd just take the door panel off. i go tap, tap, and all of a sudden it starts working, but I'm not putting that back in. I'm going to put uh-huh. a new solenoid on there, of course, of but, course. but at least I've, I've diagnosed it perfectly, and people don't usually like to hear that I diagnosed it with a hammer, but I'm telling you that that's what we do a lot. And and once we hit the solenoid and it starts working, we know it's the solenoid. But it, the chances of it coming apart and it's going to be something that plugs in is only about one in a hundred. Okay. So now this lock is kind of in a little kind of an armrest, so I hit it just below that armrest kind of thing or on the armrest? Yeah, well, you, where the lock is right above the armrest, so yes, you're going to go down below the armrest and split the difference between the bottom of the door panel and the, um, and the uh, armrest. Okay, and so while she's going up and down with the lock, I'm slamming it a couple times, and then I go in there and beat on it a couple times. Yep, and, yep. And if, you, that, if, you, if you can't break it loose then and it's still humming, then yes, you're going to have to go to the shop. You're going to have to say the door lock doesn't work on the passenger door, and when I lock and unlock them, there's a humming noise coming from there. If you do that, then we don't have to pull the master switch because we already know there's electricity going to that door switch. And what so, might that cost to repair if I have to do that? I, I don't know. I'm thinking you're probably... It's probably going to be in the two hundred dollar range, give or take twenty five. And okay. now here's, I'm always bidding high, okay? Because I, I and and so here's I'll, I'll think out loud. Most shops are hundred dollars an hour to one hundred twenty five, hundred thirty five. So uh-huh. I'm going to pick a hundred, and I'm thinking I can go in and get that thing in and out in an hour and twenty minutes. So one hundred twenty dollars plus the solenoid. 
So yeah, okay. I'm thinking, and then I got to take another $25 to replace the solenoid plus sales tax and shop supplies and the environmental charges. So I'm going to tell him 200 give or take. That's my thought process. Okay, so now I live in Surprise. I used to go to Thunderbird. I know they're not on your list anymore. There's another great shop I would love for you to check out that's been there for a while called Max Auto in Surprise. I'd like to see them get on your list. They've done a pretty good job with me in the past and other people. That's how I got recommended there. Are you familiar with them? No, I'm not, but that's okay. That's kind of good in this respect. I'm really familiar with the bad shops. So if he wants to apply, he's been in business for five years, he can prove that he has all the necessary insurance, including the employee's unemployment, and he has everything he needs, and he has some ASC certified technicians, and he has good reviews on the Internet, and he's got a good Better Business Bureau record than he would be somebody out in surprise. I've got S&S Tire out there that could handle this, but if you like Max, I'm the last person to suggest you go someplace else. Well, I've been to S&S as well for tires the last time, Okay. All right, then you, you go where you're happy, and that's Max's, and I'm going to write down Max's right now, okay? I think it's M-A-X-X, I think okay. is how it's spelled. Okay, all right, well, good for you. Thank you very much. Philip, um, I'm going to take your question, and Bob, you stay right there, but i got to break a hard break at 30. So, Philip, let's, let's get started. Yeah, so I got a 2013 uh, Nissan Altima. I replaced the battery at one of the stores that I got and, re- and put it in for you. They made the comment about the replacing the wires as this corrosion. Is that a fairly common uh, thing to do is replace the wires that go into that, attach the battery to the car to the battery? Okay. When I come back, these are the questions I'm going to ask you. Describe what they look like. Is it a side post or a top post? Can you see white um, corrosion there? Is it a big pile of corrosion that looked like somebody took a, a can of uh, shaving cream and went over the top of it? Or is it just a slight amount? And But to bluntly answer your question, we replace cables very r- rarely. Take the cable off, stick it in a, a, a glass of baking soda, take your wire brush or your wife's toothbrush and clean it all up, and then clean up the post and put it back on. And what we do is we paint the red post with red paint, and we paste the black one with black paint. So when your wife has been drinking and she's going to jumpstart her car, she puts the red cable on the red terminal and the black cable on the black terminal. Even at night, it's pretty simple. And stay right there. We'll be back in a minute. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Now, more than ever before, a radical agenda by the far left is destroying the bedrock of this great nation. We must protect conservative ideals with our votes and in our homes. Watch America's Town Hall 2020, available for free on SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, Charlie Kirk, and Larry Elder discuss how we reclaim our country from a democracy that's under attack. America's Town Hall 2020. 
Visit SalemNow.com to watch. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. This election is more important than ever. Be sure you're registered and make your plans to vote. Our nation's future depends on it. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. The following is an editorial opinion from the owners of this station and Jim Ryan. Hi, this is Jim Ryan, General Manager here at 960 The Patriot. Martha McSally is in a tight race to continue her service on behalf of our state, and we cannot lose the Senate. Once again, Arizona is being asked to help save the conservative cause and everything we cherish from freedom to independence. That means Arizonans are being called. That means you and me. If justices like Amy Coney Barrett matter, if the pro-life cause matters, if fewer regulations and lower taxes and more growth matters, you better believe this election matters and the Martha McSally race matters. Senator McSally has served the nation well with her groundbreaking 26 years in the Air Force. She represents our state and our values well. And critically, Martha McSally is pro-life. We need to stand up for the cause and answer the call. We need a voice like Martha McSally in the Senate. Learn more at McSallyForSenate.com. Thank you. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. Well, when you're up there in North Phoenix and you're anywhere near the I-17 north of uh, Camelback, one of the good shops up there is Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. Full service, family owned, auto repair shop, served Deer Valley in North Phoenix since 1983, and I've known Tom since 1983. He's a good guy. He's the kind of guy you want your daughter to bring home, although he's married, but he's that kind of a guy. So if you're looking for a good shop, Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley. Let's go back to uh, Phil. Phil, let me answer your question um, truthfully. Is it a top post or a side post? Top post. Okay. Um, we we have a, a variety of, we can cut the cable and we can put new ends on it, and a lot of us old guys do that. Um, and we don't have any problem. We'll put a, we'll spray it with a little corrosion inhibitor and stuff like that. But most of the time in cars today, especially with maintenance-free batteries that don't gas like the batteries that we used to have in the 70s and 80s and 90s because they had caps on the top of them and the whole top of the battery would have this wet mist on it. That's just not something we have. If you want to go crazy, take the top post off and just get a cup of water put a tablespoon or two of, of baking soda in and stir it up real good, put that thing in it overnight, tomorrow morning be clean as a whistle. As far as, uh, and I, I am 
being truthful on top posts is we used to spray them with red paint and black paint and just to identify them for our customers. Uh, you can also, get, uh, the cable on your car is likely to be red for positive and black for negative, so you don't have to paint them. But to replace the hose or the belt or the, <laughs> replace the cables, <clears throat> the answer is no. Let me change your question. Mark, how many cars do you service a day? 10 to 20. How many times do you replace one or more of the battery cables? Maybe once a year on one car. <laughs> That's about it. So it's not a real big deal right now. Could it have been an uh, an opportunity to have an additional sale on the battery? I'll let you decide that yourself. Okay? Thank you, Philip. Thank you very much. Bob, you're up next. Morning, Mark. Good morning. Uh, I've got a, a question on uh, the finish of a car. How do you feel about using a Hollywood duster every other day on your car? And also, does the tire black do anything for your tires when you go through the car wash? Uh, the tire black is just make your tires shiny. There's really yeah, no benefit. No sun protection. You know, let's turn that question around. I don't know the last time I've seen a weather-checked tire. I, I just don't know. I've got I've got vehicles. I've got tractors and boom lifts and scissor lifts and and bobcats and then I've got big trucks and trailers. I don't have and they sit all day long, and some yeah. of them are facing east and some of them are facing west. But as far as the as far as weather checking is concerned, I don't think that that's anything that I've had to deal with in years and years and years. So okay. and as far as the the dusters concerned. Uh, as long as you're not running it over mud and stuff like that, and you're literally using a very soft brush to dust the the dirt off, I see nothing wrong with that. You have a clear coat on top of your paint, and clear coat is paint with no pigment. That's yeah. all it is. And so, and, and if, to be honest with you, I use one of those dusters on a couple of cars that I have in a garage that I rarely drive, so the answer is yes. Don't yeah. you have any kids, though, that can come over like once a week and wash your car for you? No, not really. <laughs> okay. okay. Can you talk your wife into doing that? Wait a minute. Is this her car or your car? You, you, you know, if it's my car, but you know, it's it's not that big a deal. It only takes five or ten minutes, and it, it, it saves you some money going to the car wash all the time. I agree. So. And with a little Windex and a nice soft cloth, you clean the windshield, and it just feels better, and it goes faster. I agree. And save you. a boatload of money. And yes, also, sir. I generally try and use the car, get the Carnova wax when I go to the car wash. I, I don't know if that helps or not. but You, you know, the, I don't. Something new. It's an orange can or orange bottle. And it, it has new in in the in the name of it. It's it's very obvious. That's the one I use. I've used that uh -huh. for five years, and I've been very happy with its durability and how easy it is to put on and take off. That yeah. and I don't remember what the name of it is, but if you see it, but if you're happy with yours, I would be the last one to say change to mine. Okay. Well, what I'm what I'm getting at is you pay the extra five bucks to get the wax. When you go through the car wash, I don't know if that stuff's any good or not, but I generally do it. Okay, and that's okay, and I own a car wash. Yeah. And I spray wax on the self-service car wash. People can have the wax option. Yeah. Um, let let yeah. me tell you what I do, but don't tell anybody else, okay? Yeah. I go in and wash my truck, and um, I spray it with some soap, and then I get that foaming brush, <laughs> and I go all over the truck, and I rinse with wax. Huh. So I don't rinse with water. I go straight to the wax and rinse with the wax. I'll be done. That's what, that's what I do. So okay. you can do whatever you want, but I works for yep. me, <laughs> and okay. I don't care that I'm going to rinse it with water and then spray the wax on it. I'm just going to spray the wax on it. Okay? 
Okay, enjoy your show. Thank you. Thank you. All righty, thank you. And Mark, we're going to take your question, and I'm going to give you an answer after the break, but go ahead, Mark. <laughs> hey, Mark, good morning. Good morning. Um, I've called you a couple times before, and you've helped me out both times. Uh, this may be an unfair question to ask you because it involves semi. Okay. Uh, I live here in Gold Canyon, but I work most of the year, including the winters, through uh, in North Dakota. I mean, and um, it's a 2007 Kenworth, and I'm having trouble. Only this past winter, I've I've had the truck for six years, including all the winters I've driven up there. All the winters. This winter, I'm having a horrible problem with my airlines freezing up. Now, I don't know, you know, it gets to 60 below up there. So yeah. that, that's why I say it may be unfair to ask you. Well, but let me, can you give it a shot? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do, I'm, I actually, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to call a friend of mine. <laughs> and and he's, he's the best diesel guy in the whole wide world. But I'm going to call him on the break. Gil, give me an extra minute if you wouldn't mind. And you stay right there, Mark. We'll be back right after this. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We can never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. 
Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me and to serve my country. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win. In air, space, and cyberspace. I'm proud to be a member. I'm proud to protect. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, or understanding understanding someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't Don't wait wait until until it's it's too too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. A place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. 960 The Patriot. Well, welcome back, everybody. And, uh, Gil, you're going to have to tape this part of the segment for, or send me this last break because, for whatever reason, I just messed up my... Uh... Oh, you know what? I got it. I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay. All right. Um, a couple of things. Uh, Automotive Dynamics uh, is in Sun City. It's one of the largest and most trusted shops. They've been around since 1982. And, folks, you're not around in a community a long time if you're taking advantage of folks. So I said, I'm sorry, Grand Avenue and just west of 99th Avenue, they don't sell you unnecessary parts or repair. Chuck Nide is the guy I've known since the 1960s, but his son Derek is one of the principals at this shop. So if you talk to Derek, you'll understand why I say they're a really good shop to go to there in Sun City. Okay, we're going to go back to Mark. Mark, um, I didn't get a hold of Jerry, who's this world-class diesel guy from St. Louis. People used to drive their big trucks to to him from far and wide because he knew how to make them run faster. So he's a good diesel guy. Let me ask you a question. Don't you have an air dryer on that? Yes, and I've replaced it twice in the past uh, six months okay. uh, of this winter. All right. Um, You're right, yeah. D- does it have a cartridge filter? Hello? Does it have a cartridge filter? Did we lose it? I'm sorry, I missed that. Um, maybe we'll put him on hold and, uh, but, but as far as the freezing up is concerned, like I'm I'm talking to, to Mark about that, it's, it's going to be water. And so the air is moist. And as a result of that, it's not supposed to be in the airlines that uh, lock and unlock the brakes. So at 50 below zero, you can imagine uh, an Arizona boy, I don't have all the, the answers in that, but I'm wondering why we couldn't put an air dryer on the intake side 
and and then take the moisture out of the air before it gets into the air system and um his his brand new uh well his it's it's his his i think he said it was a freight liner or something like that i don't know if it has an air dryer or an and, and a moisture eliminator but i'm just wondering if you could and if anybody else knows the answer to that then 6025080960 6025080960 patrick how can i help you hey how are you mark Great to i'm good you. yeah appreciate your show a lot hey Thank uh you. i i, uh, I uh, am uh, in a rather new experience right now with a car uh and much to my surprise i'm delighted with it and i just had a question for you about it i drove performance cars for years porsches and I bought a Hyundai Sonata Sport with the Shiftronic transmission, and it's a blast and a great car. I, I love it. I just, I'm delighted. I can't believe I like a four-cylinder car, but it's a wonderful, wonderful car. The question I had for you was, um, I'm not, I know they're highly rated by power and such, but what's the longevity that I could expect on an engine if I'm using uh, synthetic oil changing every 5,000 miles? Okay. Um, first of all, I, I like the Hyundai. Um, I, I always have, when I, I haven't always had the first five to ten years of their life, they put out some real big pieces of dog manure, but yeah, they, right. they have refined, uh, to a car that certainly, um, is worth it. Um, I don't like the idea that you're changing the oil at 5,000 miles. You're wasting a whole lot of money. The synthetic oils will go eight to 12 easy. And if you go 12,000 miles a year, then just change it once a year. The longevity of the car will depend on this, solely this. 99% of the engines that fail have been overheated or running low on oil or abused. And your performance car isn't going to let you abuse it because it's not going to let you take the RPM past a point that it knows it can't go. And more than likely, you have a 93, 95-mile-an-hour spin on, or a speed lock on it, so it's not going to let you get into the 110 to 130. So um, 99% of all the motors we replace uh, are directly related to, and I say this with a smile, the nut behind the wheel. Somebody, somebody had an overheat, and they thought, well, I'm only two miles from home. Well, you yeah, know, that's right. going to cook the motor. But there's lots of cars and trucks. I mean, I have a diesel truck, a Volvo, that's got a half a million miles on it, and it's never had the motor opened up. And I, I use a, a 1540, which is a semi-synthetic, and I change it once a year, but I don't drive it 7,000 miles a year. So I feel real comfortable that I'm in good shape. If you want to do your 5,000-mile oil changes, go to a semi-synthetic and use the oil that's applicable for the interval. Here's the, the nuts and bolts. It's three to 5,000 miles for a conventional oil. A conventional, the one that our dads grew up with. The semi-synthetic, or what we call the blended oils, are between five and seventy-five hundred mile oil change intervals. Then eight thousand, or eight, yeah, eight thousand, and north of that is the, the synthetics. The whole issue with me is, is I have lots of customers that do three thousand miles a year. I'm only going to put a conventional oil in their car. I got customers yeah. out there that do eight thousand miles a year. I'm going to use a blend. Then I got some customers with high performance cars that I need to protect the very best I can. Not to say that the synthetic is going to let your motor go into an RPM range that it wouldn't otherwise want to go. The idea is the synthetic is a premium oil, but you can run it much longer. But your Hyundai is going to go two, three hundred thousand miles as long as it does. If the motor fails, it's going to be because of you. Okay, great. Okay, Thanks, Mark, that's what all I right. expected. Thanks for your help. I appreciate it. Okay, you're welcome, Patrick. That's kind of what it's all about is is the nut behind the wheel. <laughs> 
the nut behind the wheel has everything to do with uh, with motors. It's 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 kind of unusual. I've been I started working at a gas station in 1968, and uh, so I've had a lot of opportunities to deal with customers. I've I've owned my own shop since 1979, and uh, I've I've been in business since what's that 21 plus 20 41 years. It it's it's hard for me to to keep a smile off my face when I'm faced with a husband or a wife who's telling me a story <laughs> that, that that I've heard hundreds of times before. The husband blames the wife, and the wife blames the husband, and if they have kids and the kids of driving age, they blame them. And it really doesn't make any difference to the repair shop that you're taking your car to. You can tell them the truth. They don't care. (laughs) It doesn't make any difference. It makes no difference at all who blew the motor up. It makes no difference uh, at all who ignored the fact that it's running hot and it's blowing steam out of the tailpipe and there's steam coming out of the crack of the uh, the hood and there's steam all (laughs) over the front windshield. We don't care. It's really you have to pay the bill. And some of these newer model motors, it's not it's not a deal where you're going to get a motor for three to five thousand dollars. That ain't going to happen. We got cars out there that have motors that cost twenty five thousand dollars, and then you still got to put it in. Then you got all the fluids, and you got the gaskets, and all that stuff to put it in. So it's going to be a a big chore. And so I would I would avoid running it low on oil. When that red oil light comes on, it's red for a purpose. Stop now. And when the red overheat light comes on, stop now. A tow bill, you are going to embrace the tow bill as opposed to the motor replacement costs that we're going to have for you. Now, let's talk about motor replacements. Many of you, maybe you didn't hear on one of my shows, but my shop forgot to put oil in a Honda Ridgeline that was relatively new. And so we had to put another motor in it, and we put the customer back better than they were. Um, and so I, I I make a joke that how many miles will a Honda Ridgeline run with no oil before the engine seizes up? And actually the cam seizes up, which blow the belt, the timing belt off of it. Then the timing belt, because it's blown off, the pistons continue to go up and down and bend all the valves. Your motor is now trash, and it's our fault. So the technician goes, I'm pretty sure I forgot to put oil in it. So we looked at the security cameras and, yeah, you forgot to put oil in it. So it's okay. We raised our hands. We fixed the car. The customer was happy and continues to do business with us, but that's the way it is. But let me tell you the opposite of that story. A friend of mine took his car into a quick lube and auto repair shop that's adjacent to a car dealership. It's owned by the car dealership. Actually, it it happened and not in Phoenix, the Phoenix metropolitan area. She takes it in for an oil change. And then they call him back, and, and it's taken like a day or two to get the oil change done. And the car belongs to his daughter. So then they finally admit that the motor's damaged. And so they get another motor, and they put it in, and that motor's damaged. That means that they put a wrecking yard motor in there, and they didn't check the motor before they installed it. So they're really upside down right now because they got a whole bunch of labor and a whole bunch of parts, and they aren't even at the end of this tunnel yet. So this has been going on for almost a month there's a problem there. You as the consumer, there's a problem there. Those of us that, and I would say, whew, gosh, 85% of the, of the shops that have been in business longer than five years here in, in Phoenix, they're going to respond. This moves from a ho-hum to a holy mackerel. We got to get this car back on the road. 
We've got to inconvenience them the, the least amount. We have to get them into a rental car. We've got to do a good job. We can't give them back a, an engine that smokes blue smokes like John, or what is his name? Um, the guy that, James Bond. Yeah, we can't give them a car back like that. So it's it's really a matter of the shop's position on those kinds of things, and it doesn't have anything to do with the service riders or the assistant manager or anything. It has to do with the owner. And so it's important for you to make sure that you stay on top of your repair. And it's important to also understand that you took it in because the transmission didn't work right, and you got it back, and the transmission doesn't work right, but now you have a vibration that you didn't have before. More than likely... Nine out of ten times, the vibration was created by the work that the shop did. So it's it's entirely, it's right for you to go back and be nice. There'll always be a chance to be yelling and screaming Sally. You go back and you say, you know, I understand that you couldn't find anything wrong, or I understand I needed a transmission, and I was hoping to I could drive it a little bit further, but I've got a vibration that I didn't have before. And so, um, and it wasn't there when I dropped it off, and there is now, so... I'll drop it off at your convenience, and um, and I'll leave it with you so I don't sit in the lobby. And would you take a look, and I'll even show you how to make the vibration happen, and, and then maybe you can uh, kind of fix it. But you don't have my permission to spend any of my money. Um, just let's find out if this is related to you just because of how it happened. I wish my customers, well, my customers know how to do that, but there are new customers that all of a sudden I'm responsible because the shop down the street did something and they want me to fix it and hop on my white horse and go slay their dragons. And most of us shop owners don't want any part of that, especially from a customer that's never been in before. So most of us don't want to hop on our white horse and go slay dragons at all. Most of us are smart enough to know that we're going to give you advice on how to accomplish your goal. Let me explain. If this car had full coverage on it, then damage to your car by others is what your full coverage covers. Damage to your car by others. Well, the shop damaged the motor. So in, in an extreme, no, in a, in a possible world, not an impossible, but a possible world, the insurance companies put you back together or goes after the shop. It's no different than if you're in a car crash. So if a shop destroys your engine and they're going to drag their feet and they're not going to do a good job and they're not going to make you happy and they're, they're blaming it on everybody else, and you go ahead and pull it out, call your insurance company, tell them what happened, and then more than likely if you have full coverage, the insurance company will allow you to take it someplace else, have the motor replaced, they'll pay the bill, then they'll turn around and sue the shop that did the damage. The insurance, I think your deductible applies, but that's small in comparison to the outcome that you would normally have. In addition to that, the insurance company is going to have guys like me that are going to verify that one and one equals two and the problem was related and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes it's because they put the axle in backwards and that's the vibration. So the insurance company will just tell you that and you can have it go fixed. And then you can talk to the shop. So there's lots of possibilities, but don't forget when you're in that ugly situation, you've got lots of options, and talking to your insurance company is one of them. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com.